We've done it. We did the dang thing. And Andrew didn't. Andrew did not. And that's okay. He's a busy boy. Do you think he even knows how to draw? Negative. There's no way. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, here we are. This is the Loppy Podcast. <laughs> Did we start? I'm Andy. Of course we started. Dang. That's our brand. It's fly we on just, the wall. We just hop right into it. I was hoping I would catch you complaining about how small your desk is because your PS5 is so large. It, the PS5 is a large system. And it takes up a lot of space. And then I have the monitor, which also takes up a lot of space. It's just the desk I got from Target is just not doing it right now. It's really, really breaking my heart. What are you even <laughs> playing on the PS5 these days? There's like three games for it. Well, so here's the thing. So they just released 1.6 patch on Cyberpunk. And okay. the last. The last time I played it was right before I left for basic training. That's fair. So I created a new character. I jumped back into it. And so far, I'm having a blast. I'm having a great time. It plays really smoothly on the PS5. I I remember playing it on the PS4 because that's the last time I played it. It was on the PlayStation 4. And I played it and it would crash like every 30 minutes. It would lag out. The textures wouldn't load up. Like it was just a bad experience, but I loved like the the scenery and stuff. It just sucked that I couldn't really like immerse in it a hundred percent. Yeah. So then now this is like I created everything on the PS5 and I started from scratch and it runs way better. Still minor bugs here and there, but what game really doesn't? But I'm having a lot more fun playing it on the PS5 than I did playing it on the PS4 for sure. Have you played it at all? Have you no. touched? Cyberpunk? No. No. Oh my God, Brad, what are you doing? (laughs) I'll never play that game. Why? Because I hate hype. I don't like it when people tell me to like something. I'll decide that on my own. Thank you. You make a valid point. I will say. And that, that breathtaking Keanu guy, it's no fault of the game, but it made me really annoyed. So, just the fact that everyone's losing their minds that Keanu Reeves was in the game. No, just that that guy. If you go, <laughs> you go to that guy's Twitter. He he like tweets random people, and he's like, "I'm the breathtaking kind of guy." But I guess I don't know. Can't say I wouldn't do the same thing if I were him. <laughs> I just in that microsecond, I had a fear he was like a listener, and he would find us. And he would kill us. Yeah. He's, he's John Wick. He's John Wick. Say, say, I'm taking your breath. And then that would be it. Uh, no, I haven't played Cyberpunk. That's not really my speed. I don't. What do I like in a video game? What I what? haven't played lately is Sea of Thieves. Okay. Okay. I haven't. Obviously, because I don't have a PC, but or an Xbox, or an Xbox. So, what what do you think of Sea of Thieves? Is that like more your speed? What's the gameplay of Sea of Thieves? I think I like Sea of Thieves because I play it with a friend from work, 
So it's definitely uh-huh. more social. Like I never play it by myself. I never I'm like, let's get this bread. <laughs> let me let me run some quests real quick. Do you talk like a pirate in Sea of Thieves? No. What's your what's your name in Sea of Thieves? Spoon Heist. <laughs> That's my, my gamer tag from when I was like 16. <laughs> Where did that name come from? I don't know. I think it was from playing spoons. And, you know, I wish I had more to add to this, but I don't. <laughs> So yeah, feel free to add Spoon Heist on uh, Xbox Live. Way to plug yourself. I know. I mean, too, to. I've had the same PlayStation name for years, I think since I was like 15, 16. Years isn't so bad, though. I named it after my dog. That's fair. So I feel like if I change it, yeah. it'll, it like a part of me will leave me, so I can't. You can't change it. No, can't. definitely not. So before Sea of Thieves, what was the last game you played from like start to finish? Probably Kingdom Hearts. The three. first one? Oh. No, three. <laughs> yes, the first one. It's been a long time. Uh, played, I got halfway through Metal Gear Solid 5. And then, you know how it is with games. If you miss a day, it's like you miss a week. Yes. And then you yeah. just never go back. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that 100%. I think for me, I've never played Kingdom Hearts, any of the Kingdom Hearts games. They're weird. And yeah, I think I think I just can't. They're not for everybody, that's for sure. I'm sure they're great. I just can't get past what's-his-face's shoes. Sora? Sora. They're yeah. way too big. I don't understand how he can walk in those things. They're just way too big, and they, they stress me out. That's that's why I'm staying. That's why I'm staying away from Kingdom Hearts. His shoes think, are big. I don't think I've ever heard that gripe before, you know. But there you go. <laughs> There's no way anyone can walk around in shoes that big. It doesn't make sense. No. Well, the are, are his feet that friendship. big? Yeah, the power of friendship and Disney and him teaming up with Mickey, Goofy, and Donald Doug. Uh, and and everything else, like I could buy that. I get it. You know, it, it makes feet scenario. But the massive shoes that are a ten really, size big doesn't make sense. Really tiny heels, but huge like toes. Massive, massive. It doesn't make sense to me. It freaks me out. So I can't play the game. I won't. That's fair. And then you said Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, also could not play that because. Uh, I definitely tried, and when I got halfway through the game, I just couldn't do it. One, because they played the voice actor, or they changed him from David Hayter to Kiefer Sutherland, and I tried really hard to be like, all right, it makes sense, you know, because Big Boss doesn't sound like Solid Snake, so I, okay, whatever, I'll let that slide. But it, Metal Gear Solid is already weird from the lore and everything as it is. Yeah. You add, like, it just became so convoluted and confusing and then konami turned into like this money grabbing fiend and they came out with metal gear survive after that yeah. i just i couldn't do it couldn't do it so metal gear solid 4 till this day is the last one i played all the way through and to me that's where it ends that's fair 
Played a lot of Minecraft. Never played Minecraft. I'm missing out. I didn't fall into the trap. Were there were there a lot of guys in your flight that played Minecraft? Because they're all like 19. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of them still do. I think the big thing right now, it's always been League. League's always been around. So like a big Fortnite right now is huge. Um, even for me, I play Apex. A lot of the guys play Apex and stuff like that. A lot of the people. But um, what's the game? Warzone's taken over. I think it's still pretty much number one. Uh, and then, yes, that that's another one that people are playing a lot these days right now. Uh, I've never played it. From what I understand, it's kind of like uh, CSGO and Overwatch combined. Like uh-huh. it's That's how somebody described it to me, and it sounds pretty intense. I'm too old. I'm, t- I'm, too, I'm too old for shooters. Yeah. So for, I'm too old for that. I can't. Do you, get like, do you get frustrated? No, I'm just not good at it. So because I, guess, yeah, I guess I get frustrated, yeah. The amount of times I've wanted to headbutt a wall because of Apex is unreal. Don't get me started on Call of Duty. Call of Duty well, is a That's what happened. Like, wasn't it? The... Uh, it was like a week before you left for BMT. You were playing Warzone with Manny. You were yeah. Like freaking out. <laughs> you like throw your controller into the TV. I like, I want to be so good at them and I just can't. I just, it's not in me to be extremely good at first person shooters like that. Like That's battle royale type things. Not good. P.S. Andrew, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, just kidding. Andrew's not here, but I do want to poke your brain about something. So, I know we talked about it briefly, but I didn't want to tell you the subjects, right? So, some things that I'm into have happened. Now, I'm a huge pro wrestling fan, obviously. Some <laughs> <AEW>, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's here's the premise, right? The it's called Would you like to know more? So I have two things to throw at you. You're going to tell me. Troopers. Yeah, that's where I got it from. <laughs> All right. So we got number one. Vince McMahon steps down as CEO amid sexual misconduct allegations. Oh. Or AEW backstage brawl causes trios and world championship to be vacated on live television. Hmm. Would you? No more. If so, which one? Okay. I definitely want to know more. I feel like the Vince McMahon thing, it's all in the title. You know? Yeah. Story we ha- we've heard before. I feel like it's pretty uh, easy to go. It's a pretty big thing. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like didn't, the eight, didn't something similar happen to the UFC fight? This past weekend, wasn't there like a brawl backstage and they canceled the... Yeah, alright, so UFC 279 just happened this weekend. I went to go see it. Not live, I went to I went to a bar with Athena and we went to go see it. Um, so the main event was originally supposed to be Hamza Chmaya versus Nate Diaz. Uh, the big thing was this is Nate Diaz's last fight on his contract for UFC and he has been begging to be let go from his contract or to fight decent competition. Hamza Chimaev uh, is an up-and-coming uh, fighter who has made waves because out of the five fights that he's fought or whatever amount of fights in the UFC, uh, 
in like four out of the six fights or five out of the six fights, he's only absorbed one significant strike, which means in five fights, he only got punched once. There was a fight against Gilbert Burns there. He got pieced up and they went through all three rounds and they went pretty hard. But despite that, this was supposed to be a lot of people saw it as a mauling for Nate Diaz. Like they were going to they're sending Nate Diaz off and they're putting this freaking hitman on him and, and he's going to kill Nate Diaz. Right. Well, on that card was also uh, if if I could pull it up real quick, because I don't want to get the names wrong. I know most of the fighters, but there was a uh, Chinese fighter on there and his name I cannot pronounce that well. Uh, here it is. All right. So the main event was, was supposed to be Nate Diaz and Hamzat Chemaev. Before that, you had Lee Jing Liang and Tony Ferguson, as I believe the co-main that was supposed to happen. And Kevin Holland and Daniel Rodriguez were supposed to fight. Now, from the reports that have come out, some of the videos that have come out, uh, Kevin Holland and Hamzat Chemaev got into a little spat. And they started bickering at each other with their camps and whatever. Nate Diaz comes in because it's right before the press conference. And they start beefing. It just goes crazy. And the press conference is canceled for the first time in the company's history. There is no press conference, right? Wow. <clears throat> after that, the day after. Now, this fight between Nate Diaz and Hamzat was supposed to be fought at 170 pounds. Hamzat Chemaev weighed in at 178.5 pounds, which is eight and a half overweight. Now, for those who have never competed, a massive weight difference. And for those who have never in a combat sport, who have never had to cut weight, cutting two pounds a day before the fight or or whatnot is like if, if you're on... Cutting weight sucks. It is the worst thing you could do because it's, it's just not a good time. You're hungry, you're irritable, you're thirsty, everything. But for somebody to miss by like a pound or two, that's already a big deal. Like a pound is a lot. That is a lot of energy. But 8.5 pounds. Now, the reports came out that the doctor told him to stop cutting at 4 a.m. or whatnot. There's a lot of information still coming out. Bottom line is he missed weight by 8.5 pounds and said, that's not too bad. <laughs> what a freaking <laughs> what an what a what a wild turn of events. So because of all this, the whole main event card was then reshuffled. So then you had Damn. Nate Diaz versus Tony Tony Ferguson, who are two OGs of the sport. Hamza Chai versus Kevin Holland, and then Li Jing Liang and Daniel Rodriguez ended up fighting. So the three main fights on the main card ended up getting all reshuffled, and that was your new card. Nate Diaz goes out on a win, won by guillotine choke in the fourth round at two minutes and nine seconds into the first round. Or the fourth round, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, that was a huge, huge thing still coming up. Uh, but I would like to know more about the AEW <clears throat> All right. So, for those who don't know, AEW uh, was a company, a wrestling, a pro wrestling company, all elite wrestling that was created about three years ago by the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Cody Rhodes. Uh, these are all wrestlers who, at one point in time, or a couple of them 
wrestled in WWE, but also became really, really big in Japan. So New Japan Pro Wrestling, this is where they just became absolute megastars. And they created their own company, All Elite Wrestling. Fast forward, and you had one of the biggest signings in the past year for them in the name of CM Punk, who left WWE. Yep, CM Punk got signed a year ago. That's crazy. Left WWE around seven, eight years ago because it was a whole mess for him, right? Now, I don't think anybody can really argue the fact that he was treated really, really badly in WWE, and he wasn't the only one. There's always been stories of how WWE has treated some of their performers or whatnot. But CM Punk didn't wrestle for eight years. There was no noise about him, nothing. He fought in the UFC twice, got his butt whooped. It was terrible. But then he kind of ventured out and did different things, comic books, stuff like that. But he was always like a a martyr, like a cult. He had this cult following because it was like a what could have been for CM Punk, right? He then gets signed for AEW in his hometown of Chicago, and he makes his entrance, and it's this huge deal. Now, there's always been reports, even back when, when CM Punk worked for WWE, that he's always been kind of a, a hard person to work with, like, he says he wants everybody to benefit from the 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 sport or whatnot, and he wants to bring people up at the expense. And some people say that, yeah, he says that, but if it doesn't benefit him, then he doesn't want it at all. He's not that. If he's not one, then he doesn't want it. A so a me monster. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so fast forward, there was this. Uh, they had a big pay per view event at All Out. So CM Punk came back, won the world title from Hangman Adam Page. Now, CM Punk went to court with WWE or against WWE for years after he left. Uh, He made allegations on a podcast, on another wrestler's podcast named Colt Cabana. And he essentially told his side of his entire career with WWE, stemming from, you know, misdiagnosed, you know, medical issues through WWE's doctor and how he was treated backstage, politics, all that stuff. Um, Essentially, WWE sued him and the doctor of WWE that he referenced on the podcast sued him for uh, defamation of character, right? And a bunch of other stuff that went on for years and years and years. He finally won his case in court, but at what cost? Because it took all of his money, right? Uh, Colt Cabana, who they were really good friends. Beef happened between them two because of one reason or another. Google it, look it up. It's way too much to go into, and it would take me hours to explain everything. But essentially, they started beefing. They're no longer BFFs anymore. They're done. Well, Colt Cabana was in AEW since the start. He is a current wrestler or what wrestler in AEW. So there was a big thing, right? Hangman Adam Page, who was one of their top stars in All Elite Wrestling right now, essentially kind of referenced this kind of beef in a promo on live TV, essentially saying, you know, along the lines of, I'm here, I'm the champion. At the time, Hangman Adam Page was the champion, and he said in a promo, I'm here to defend All Elite Wrestling from you and and uh, a slew of other things, right? Now, apparently it came out that that wasn't, a scripted line that was something off the cuff that CM Punk did not agree to and didn't know what he was going to say. Now, I saw that promo. I watched that episode of All Elite Wrestling, and I got to tell you, had it not been blown up to the extent that it was from CM Punk, would have forgotten it. Didn't I didn't even chalk it up to that. 
I didn't connect those two. I thought, oh, okay, well, it's this guy who's coming in and, and you know, with this cold falling or whatever. And, he, you know, I, I chalked it up to other things, but it was never like, oh, he referenced Colt Cabana. So there was a re- legitimate beef between Hangman and CM Punk. Fast forward weeks, months later, uh, CM Punk wins the title off of Hangman Adam Page. That happens. Fast forward. The stories go on. Uh, CM Punk goes on live television weeks later, months later, cuts a promo similar and says essentially along the lines that he challenges Adam Page for a rematch in his hometown because they're in Adam Page's hometown, knowing that Adam Page is not there. So he essentially buried this wrestler on live TV saying, oh, that's not cowboy shit. That's coward shit. So he's not coming out and this and that. So he called him out for a rematch. Obviously, even if he was there, it's an unscripted thing. You can't flip around an entire show just based off of that, right? So then that becomes a whole thing. Fast forward, CM Punk gets injured and is uh, kind of on hold. So they put an interim championship on John Moxley, who was another wrestler. Then fast forward to the most recent pay-per-view that was all out. CM Punk and John Moxley fight for the title again. CM Punk comes back from his injury and defeats John Moxley <clears throat> to once again become AEW World Champion. Now, after this, there is a media scrum similar to how UFC does it after all their pay-per-views and whatnot. There is a media call or whatever, and CM Punk and Tony Khan, who is the president of All Elite Wrestling, are sitting and they're asking questions, this and that. And CM Punk goes on this massive tirade on not just Hangman Adam Page, on not just Colt Cabana, but of the EVPs of the company who happen to be the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, who are wrestlers who had just that same night won the very first, they are the first ever trios tag team champions. They won those belts that night. Now, CM Punk is saying, you know, these EVPs are starting shit in the media. They couldn't even manage a fucking target and this and that. And he is going off, right? He is just, he is going insane. I'll see if I could pull up a couple quotes real quick, just so there can be a little more context. But essentially, uh, it was it was a lot of bearing on a Hangman Adam Page, on Colt Cabana, on the Young Bucks, and obviously when you have your champion of the company calling out everyone, it, it becomes a little bit of a problem, especially in front of like the dude, the president, who is the equivalent of who Vince McMahon was for WWE. This is who Tony Khan is for All Elite Wrestling. Uh, some of the things that CM Punk said uh, was there's a bunch of empty-headed fucking dumb fucks uh, just went on a complete tirade, and it, it was uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. You can look it up on YouTube. It's really easy. Like you can watch the whole media scrum. Regardless, after this, CM Punk says, "If you have a problem with me, come find me. Let me know, and and tell me. Don't come running to the media. Whatever." Now, fast forward. The medium scrum is still going on with some of the other people that had had fought or whatever. Reports say that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega then confronted CM Punk in his locker room. Now, this is where the reports get conflicting. One side says that the Young Bucks kicked the door down, air quotes with my fingers for those who can't see, 
kicked the door down and essentially a backstage brawl happened a real life brawl not scripted not whatever like they all fought each other uh reports said that kenny omega had uh his hair pulled and he got bit by one of uh. punk trainers. Uh, apparently cm punk started throwing hands on uh matt and nick jackson who are the young bucks it was just it was an all-out brawl right now Previous to that, there have been reports in All Elite Wrestling backstage that some of the wrestlers are kind of getting into spats like that. So there are two other wrestlers, Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara, had a little bit of a spat. Eddie Kingston did the whole pie shove thing to his face. You know how people like people's face, push them away. Classic. Got suspended for a couple weeks. Now, the whole thing coming out of this was you just had your world champion and your EVPs your trios champions tag team champions fight each other are they going to get suspended like what is the ramifications so following that the wednesday that uh aw dynamite came out wednesday night dynamite the tony khan comes on pretty much gets the show started and says that the world championship and the trios championships have been vacated and there will be fights to determine who the new champion is and who the new trios champions are uh, the trios champions were won by Death Triangle, which is Pac, Penta, and Phoenix. So those have been decided or whatever. But the point stands is there have been seven suspensions. Uh, wow. Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Brandon Cutler, uh, Nakazawa, and Brandon Cutler are all the people that have been suspended. And Christopher Daniels. I can't forget Christopher Daniels. Those seven people were suspended after the altercation. Uh, following an investigation, going a little more into it. And still no reports about CM Punk and his trainer, Ace Steel, but reports are saying he'll either get suspended or he'll be fired. Uh, nothing's come out 100% yet, whether what's going on, but uh, CM Punk apparently also got injured that night, so he has to be out for eight months anyway, so he's out. <laughs> so, uh, to say the least, it's a little messy, but... That is where we're at as far as what happened in the world of all elite wrestling. Um, I recommend if anybody's actually into it, definitely look it up a little more. Uh, I watched this YouTube channel called Wrestle Talk, who does a good job of kind of breaking down the nitty gritty of it. I kind of just went over the basics of everything. But how many uh, subs does that guy have? Wrestle Talk. It's a group yeah. of British guys. How many and subs? Let me let me look it up. Let me look it up right now. I'll tell you. What's your guess? 43,000. 66.5K. They're a little bit smaller. We could have collabed with them, but. Yeah, too big. Maybe once I get, maybe if I get like big on the podcast scene, if we get big on the podcast scene, we'll do a collab eventually. Uh, That's really crazy because their hands are tied, right? Because, yeah, yeah, they had to do something. Yeah. Everybody's fighting each other. Everyone's throwing hands, and apparently Even there's an event. CM Punk admittedly in the wrong. It sounds like he seems like he's the main agitator. I feel like I can see why he would get so frustrated, right? And I'm, yeah. I get it. But not only are they putting the championship around you, so you are essentially now the face of this wrestling company, but like, 
wrestling is always weird because you never know if something's a work, right? If this is part of the plan, right. if this is something to get you rattled up to get you invested in the story, all reports are saying this is not a work. This is not scripted. This is all a hundred percent real, which is why it's so crazy, right? I think in no matter what job you have, regardless of whether or not it's on TV or anything, you still have a job to present yourself. If you are the face of a company, even if it's for 30 minutes, it is your responsibility to kind of present yourself as a professional. And in this case, none of them were professionals. And whether you like it or not, like that's not how you can conduct business, right? And it's funny, it's a little hypocritical because... Yeah, I get it. If these are things that were set that really irked you and you feel like people went into business for themselves, you just did the same thing for 30 minutes. You just went on this rant and went into business for yourself about all these things. And it's just like, like I, I don't know. It's just all a mess. I, I, I agree getting them all suspended at the very least, you know, until you figure it out and kind of come up with a consensus and figure out exactly what happened. But yeah, bunch of drama backstage on the whole wrestle show. Yeah, uh, what do you think, Andrew? Oh wait, <laughs> you're drawing, dude. He has to work hard for his money. <sighs> but yeah, well, that was that was a great yeah. segment. I look forward to more segments like that. I'm going to try and pick stuff that you may not be too versed in or that I may have a little more info on, but I think it was cool. Let's get on a brass tax here. You were talking mess about She-Hulk. What's the problem? What's the problem? I don't. I, don't, I just knew that would rally you up, so. <laughs> I knew you would reply, so that's why I put it in the group chat. Uh, I haven't watched She-Hulk. Uh, it's not on my radar. I just know Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion was in it. And uh, people are mad. And uh, yeah. Yeah. For those who are mad that She Hulk was twerking at the end, and not even, you have to watch after the credits to see her twerk. Get over it. People can twerk. <laughs> Grow up. Shut up and enjoy it. It was literally 30 See, seconds. I knew, I knew this would get you. It was, up. That's why I said let's talk about why She-Hulk sucks. What's it was literally 30 seconds of nothing. She was twerking. Big deal. Get over it. You go out on a Saturday night, you see people twerk anyway. Who cares? This has no it literally affects you nothing. Get over it. The show's funny. I love the show. The most recent episode, episode four, introduced a new character, Madison, who was hilarious. Died laughing. Anybody who hasn't seen it, at least watch episode four and come up with a decision. But for those who are irked because she twerked, get over yourself. Grow Madison, up. Madison probably a villain, dude, so don't get too attached. How, I really hope that's not true because that would literally break. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. But no, yeah. I, uh, up in arms about the torque thing and i don't really get why i get over it I, I it's not that big it's not that deep it's really not that deep yeah i think it's uh getting to a point where marvel 
is making things for audiences that were not their core audiences 10 years ago. So like She-Hulk isn't targeted necessarily at your average Marvel fan from 10, 12 years ago. Because Marvel is broadening, it's pushing into different genres, they're different projects, they're making things more interesting, like uh, Miss Marvel. You know, that's for like teen girls. Teen girls love Miss Marvel. I really liked it, but I know I a lot of people, you hated it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. I read a lot of the discourse was like, this is a little kid show. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Not everything is for you. Yeah. Marvel is trying to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And when that happens, like the target audiences for their projects change. Like their big tentpole movies will always try to reach the like most common denominator. But these like Disney Plus shows, they're trying to hyper focus those into like, you know, different categories. And I think it's interesting. Right. But well, yeah, I knew uh, I knew talking any sort of mess on uh, Marvel would get you to reply right away because sometimes you don't reply. So yeah. gotta make sure you're still in the chat. You know, sometimes you guys are doing your own thing. I don't want to butt in. You guys are having like good conversation and everything. Oh my gosh! You said She-Hulk was dumb or something about the twerking thing. Put words in your mouth. Something along the lines of any show about like women superheroes is bad or something. <laughs> I- Say you're wrong. That's right. I forgot. I forgot. I said that. Forgot. I said women bad. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) For Uh, legal reasons, that's a joke. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I haven't watched that one. I'll probably watch it when they're all out. The I honestly I thought it was really funny. Like despite I'm it sure being it whatever I, I think the the writing is really clever the jokes are cleverly written and stuff like that and uh the actress who plays she hulk i think she, her comedic timing she is, looks like she's having a great time yeah I've she seen looks- some of the behind the scenes stuff on youtube and she's in like the you know the cgi suit with like the like the stick where people are supposed to look right she looks like she's having a great time so, I, I think it's just the jokes and everything are good. I think it's funny. It's pretty easy to follow. Like it's it doesn't it's not too deep, you know. It's not too crazy. It's a fun time. So if you're people only gripe, fun. yeah, people hate fun. And if you're only gripe about the show is because she twerked for 15 seconds at the end credits with Megan The Stallion. I don't even listen to Megan The Stallion. Couldn't care less. I don't care. But it was funny. Get over it. People twerk. I twerk. I don't know why I had to bring that up, but okay. I just needed to stand up for women because you won't. Oh, that's right. I forgot women. Women bad. <laughs> Again, the legal reasons. Joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, maybe Andrew will join us next time when he's not drawing. <laughs> Missy, buddy. I hope yeah. the drawing's good. One of us does. 
I hope you're feeling <laughs> terrible. Hope all your pastels break. Hope your <laughs> ink mixes with other ink. I hope, hope you have color paper get all stuck together because it's so humid outside. Oh my god. Uh that's evil. Hope, hope your prisma color colored pencils snap. Yeah. What else? Who doesn't mean? I'll think of some more stuff. I'm gonna buy some curses off eBay. <laughs> Use them on you. <laughs> no, he made this whole big thing about how the schedule is his god. He put this in the schedule and he's like, Oh, I gotta bail. And I was like, you know what? I respect it. At least you're it's honest. Like, you gotta work, man. Work duty calls. That's true. <laughs> It happens. Duty calls. I'm not gonna hold it against him. He's still the love of my life, you know. I, I I'm, I'm Team Andrew all the way. That's also true. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can't give him too hard of a time. No way. I'm just glad you listen. Doing? You listen to all of my wrestling stuff. If there's one person, if there's one other person that I needed to talk to about it, I wanted to get your scoop, like your your insight on it from like a more business aspect and i feel like you're one of the smartest people i know and your dad kind of wisdom oh was my really gosh you know, i wanted to hear that i needed to hear that side and the ufc stuff too i wanted to hear that side like what you thought well first of all how the f is tony ferguson still fighting he broke his orbital whatever or socks Dude, that guy's a monster. That guy also didn't tap to Charles Oliveira when Charles Oliveira was ready to snap his arm off. Literally that. And Daniel Dairouche, too. That dude got him in the nastiest fucking knee bar. It was. I don't know. Somebody needs to tell him to chill out. To be fair. (laughs) Stop fighting. He was on like a fight win streak, and he's lost to the top five like lightweights of the world. He's not fighting fucking cans. He's fighting beast competition. No, so. I'm, not, I'm not talking about, I'm not, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about once he broke his like orbital socket, <laughs> maybe think about doing something else, but I get it. You know, he probably loves it too much and that's gotta be incredibly complicated and painful. I feel like the only thing you do is fight. Have you ever broken anything? No. <laughs> I don't plan on it either. <laughs> Take the elevator every day so I don't <laughs> risk falling down the stairs. You ever get scared that it's never going to open? The elevator? No. Or an elevator? Just open. You just open it up. What if I'm stuck in here forever? Are they that easy? Like if they get stuck? Oh, yeah. I did it all the time. You're lying to me. Next time you're in an elevator, try to open the doors. They'll open up. There's no way you're serious. Do it. The problem is if you get stuck in between floors. Because if you open it, where are you opening it to? That it requires little to no effort to open those doors in an elevator. Yeah. Try it. Why are you messing with me? I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> I'll find a YouTube video and I'll send it to you. No, so if I, I find a good one, I'll put it in you. the show notes. No, I want you to go wherever you're going, take an elevator, record yourself, and open the elevator doors. You think I just got a tripod with me all the time? Because you know what? You stole my phone tripod last time you were here in Arizona. 
Whoa, that's a lie. There's no way. Jellyfish, phone, tripod. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm going to take a time lapse of our podcast. I think it'll be really cool. And you set it up, and I never saw it again. I thought I, I didn't used say anything. No, that's my tripod. I didn't say anything because it's not a big deal. But now <laughs> you're trying to make me film stuff. Well, I don't have a way. First off, you don't need your jellyfish tripod to film yourself with your phone opening the doors to I an elevator. Two hands, two hands to open the elevator doors. Okay. <laughs> what am I gonna do? You better get a GoPro or something. Get one of those cool head things or on your chest. My dad has those. Puts it on his chest, goes on his little bike rides. We'll circle back to this later. You're right. I don't want to talk about um, your joke tripod that I allegedly stole. No, you definitely stole it. I have no memory of this tripod. Of course you don't. That's super convenient for you. Uh, this has been the Lobby Podcast. I am Brad, the I, honest and gracious yeah. friend. And wow. I've been joined by Andres the Thief. <laughs> we have not been joined by Andrew, oh, the artist. God. <laughs> really, what more do you need to say other than artist? Oh, man. Just kidding. I'm Brad. I'm Andres. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will. And uh, we'll see you next time bye, bye. bye.